welcome to Blind Guys Chat, where this guy, Oren O'Neill. Hello. And this guy, Jan Bloom. Hello. And this guy, Stuart Lawler. Hello. Talk about the A to Z of life. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 56 of Blind Guys Chat. Now, we've got a really, really fantastic interview coming up, and we're going to get straight into it because it's Stuart's girlfriend. If you remember, she was on the show some time ago, and she's returning to tell us all about the new series of The Crown. Now, Stuart, when I introduce this lady, it actually is her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't, who who don't, are we interviewing this week? I didn't, be, be I, I didn't this get the email, so I didn't know who we're interviewing. So. Uh, well, we're, oh. we're, we are delighted to welcome back. Delighted yeah. to have. <laughs> and she should be a dame by now, so I'm going to say dame. Is that the word for dame? Is it? Lady. The most honorable. The most honorable. The most honorable. The most honorable. Veronica Hicks. Hey. Yay. Hello. Hello. Yeah, back, Veronica. <laughs> My son-in-law calls me Lady V, but that's Lady I like that. oh, <laughs> oh, yes, we like it. That's a nice title. Yeah, Lady V. <laughs> God, doesn't that voice just like straight away you're thinking of the crown and the music is playing in my head and I'm so excited about next, the 9th of November, I do believe, Oren, we're, we're getting the 9th of November, yeah, supposedly. I'm going to Germany on the 11th uh, to see some friends for the weekend and I want to have watched at least two or three episodes before I go. Because I because I try to savor bits of it because I don't want to watch it all in one because then it's gone. It's and you have true. To wait two you don't days. want to see it all no. together. No. So I, no. I try to make myself, you know, just drip feed myself. <laughs> Ooh, drip feed. Okay. Well, I I was talking to Veronica before we started recording um, a couple of days ago. So the, I'm gonna. Well, actually, I'm gonna get Jan to ask for a qu- the first question, which is our usual question, and then I'm gonna jump in with the second question, which is about where she was last night. Oh. oh, yeah. And then I want to ask a question. Shall I then start with my traditional one? <laughs> Lady V, may I ask, what is the current weather at, the, at your place, uh, Veronica? Because that's weather. always what we, are, what we are interested in, you know. What, what it's like here. Well, the, the, the climate, well, there's two climates, aren't there? There's Ooh. the one outside in my garden, which is quite sunny and beautiful. And okay. then there's the climate down in Westminster, which is very cloudy. <laughs> yeah. Very, very overcast. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, but, but, but it's also also an interesting climate, I think, in Westminster. Uh, uh, how do you say it? Or, or at least, you know, it is an interesting time, where, what we are living now. Eh? Well, well, it is. I sometimes think of the song Never on a Sunday. I think, oh, <laughs> if only we could have one day of rest from all of this, because it's just constant. This yeah. constant speculation, snubbing, anger, criticism. It's just, yeah. you know, it is tiring for all of us. And most of us can't do anything about any of it, except no. just listen and get frustrated. Yeah, 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 yeah. And even I, I must also say, when I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm quite an outsider in this world where, you know, we are looking at the uh, uh, UK or, or, the, or the British royalty as, yeah, um, it is the... the the big family, but, but also it's, it's quite, uh, can you imagine yourself, you know, when you are already retired, you know, and, and then you face your job, you know, what you, what you need to do. Uh, uh, that is also quite uh, yeah, but he knew uh, surprising. He knew he was going to be king. 
that's true. But when, you know, that is. Uh, is uh, <laughs> I want uh, to know how is his pen going these days because he hasn't had plenty of pens. Oh, yeah. That was awful, though, wasn't it? Because it's such a sort of little thing, but everybody picks up on it. It's like if you catch yeah. somebody picking their nose, that's what they will be removed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, okay. But, but but here is the weather also very sunny uh, outside, but but we feel also a little bit concerned, you know. It is a, a little bit, uh, yeah, strange. Unnaturally warm for this time of year. Unnaturally kind of warm, yeah. you know. It mm. is, um, There's global warming. Absolutely. It is really it, effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Veronica was at a Ooh. particular, uh, um, well, it wasn't a show. I presume it was a, a talk with um, uh, uh, Greta Thunberg. Is that oh, right? yes. But you're going to correct me on her. Uh, yeah, I think her she, name. Well, she. I think I looked when I was listening to somebody. It's Greta, Greta Thunberg. Nobody's going to say that, so it's Greta Thunberg. And it was. Um, I think it was the end of a two-week sort of festival, literary festival at the Royal Festival Hall. Um, but of course, ahead of she, by the way, and that's very interesting. She is not going to COP twenty-seven. Oh, on the basis oh. that well. I think she's completely knackered, the poor girl. She's, <laughs> she's so tired because, I mean, it's yeah. just endless. It's this endless questions, endless talking, endless, you know, all the time. Um, okay. so she's quite tired. But I think also there is some controversy really about holding it in um, Sham al-Sheikh in, in Egypt and, you know, in Egypt's sort of human rights record and all of that, that it's that it's kind of uncomfortable. Okay. She She feels uncomfortable. And actually I thought, well, that's good. I hope they publicize that because that might take Rishi off the hook a bit because there's been all this criticism. Oh, should he go? Is he going? Blah, blah, blah. All that. Um, so she's not going. She doesn't feel necessarily that it's one of those places that achieves anything. Mm. That's, that's the point. Um, okay. she, she's tiny. I mean, the, the festival hall is a huge, marvelous hall. Yeah. Where, where was this? Royal Festival Hall on the South Bank in London. Oh, lovely. Which okay. was built in. 1951 for the festival for the for the london festival um whatever it was called festival of britain and it's a marvelous hall it's got very good acoustics and this little person in a red t-shirt and jeans and little red shoes she's like she's like a little girl from a fairy tale she could be gretel (laughs) not greta but she could be gretel (laughs) really in the the way she looks because she has her hair in plaits and she's got this little Almost like a button face, little big eyes and sort of button oh. nose, and little mouth. And yes, she's really like a child. She's like a. a, a How old up. is she? Uh, she's now 19. I was going to say, I, I, I didn't even think she was 21. So, yeah, she's even no, younger than that. She started well, four no. years ago. So, she's 19. Can and, you imagine? And oh, she's yeah. so fluent. I mean, you know, English is her second language, but I mean, she's yeah. so descriptive in the way she speaks and so on, and so clear about everything. Um, so yeah. it, it was lovely to hear her. And of course, there was a lot of warmth towards her in yeah. the hall. Um, the evening slightly petered out because the, the interviewer, you know how interviewers sometimes do that? She sort of sapped the energy. I don't quite know how to describe it. Oh. She was sort of hunched in her chair and she wasn't, she should have been sitting on the edge of her seat, but she decided to adopt the, I'm a very seasoned interviewer. So Greta, tell it, what is it like to be Greta Thunberg? You know, she was oh, asking oh, those good. kind of questions. Which, actually, no one needs to know that because we sort of see that. And yeah. she, and Greta got more and more exhausted, I thought, by the end of the evening, about an oh. hour and a half, I think. It was a nice evening. Yeah, it was beautiful. And the fact is, you know, she, they can only do so much, and they can. And she can. She inspires young people, and I think yeah. that is a good thing because young people need to be involved 
in in public life. If young people had been more involved, maybe the Brexit vote would have gone differently, but mm. they did not vote and they should have voted. So well, no, it was lovely. Greta. Anyway. Yeah. Greta. So Greta. can we can we talk about the crown? Because I'm no, very excited. No, we can, no I'm we very about, excited. So we can't talk about the crown yet. We can't talk about the crown yet because I, I have one more question. Well, not one no. more question, but I uh, just okay. have one more question for Veronica. Because the uh, not the last time we were speaking, but we were speaking recently around the Queen's uh, platinum ju- uh, jubilee, isn't it? Uh, and you were telling me that you had been down to the mall and that. Yeah, uh, I just wonder where you did you attend any of the the, the funeral uh, for the for the Queen? Where you, did you go to Westminster? Oh. Did you? I was in. Fr- I, How did you feel about that? It was well. It was funny enough. Um, I I didn't expect it that, that Her Majesty would die. But mm-hmm. I did not expect my hundred and one year old mother to die either. I kind of thought she would go on forever. And in yeah. fact, it seemed like one, you know, one evening and she fell and that's what happened. With the Queen, she seemed so cheery. And if you've had the photograph described to you of when she met Liz Truss, she was quite friendly. <laughs> she was yeah. a big smile on her face and, and so on. Frail, but big smile on her face. And you never imagined that that person would no longer be there 36 hours later or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. So It yeah. was a shock. And I was in France. And and oddly, the first person I rang, or rather texted, was one of the executive producers of The Crown. Wow. Because oh. I, felt, I felt this kind of double, it was like a double thump to my, my chest. Yeah. For the Queen herself, but then also for everybody working on the production. Had and you concluded said, your, your work on The Crown when, when the Queen um, died? On the, well, the apart from, you know, apart from last minute last yeah. minute finishings off okay. like that. Like a builder, there is always something to finish off. Yeah. Um, but so most, you know, I was, that was in the last, last couple of episodes and I just contacted Susanna and I said, I, I, I feel for everybody. And she wrote back, she said, absolutely. You know, you yeah. can imagine what they were all feeling because yeah. this was something that could have happened in series five, series four, three, two, yeah. but it didn't. Yeah. And so suddenly when it did, you know, how did that, you know, how did they respond? Or did they just soldier on? Because they're already filming series six. So Oh know. really? Oh, wow. oh right. yeah. Ah. I um I, I watched the funeral on uh, on BBC and I of kept course. thinking uh it, this is missing one thing. Veronica yes. Hicks doing audio description oh, of the funeral. But, yeah. I mean that's such a big issue. I wrote it I wrote mm. it down as something we should talk about. Because yeah. these huge events, they should have they should have a description. They should have someone. I mean, it could be, it can be one of their correspondents. But those correspondents yeah. need to know that what it is that people want to know, you know, the details. Also, all the other, um, uh, because, yeah, yeah, we also tuned in on the, on the BBC. And mm. then you see all those uh, uh, remarkable events, uh, the handing over the power, etc. because it was the first time that television was there. Mm. You know, so, so yeah. it, it was such an historical event and then you know uh, you were sitting there and and i was lucky that my kids and also chantal were there but they are also watching and they are also not always and you don't want to ask what's happening now what is what what do they wear what do they know and then also because 
there was something uh, when when the guard was was also uh, doing the tribute. That then there was something happening. They fell or some or they fell one or what? But but, but oh, they, they, the, they, oh, they fell yeah. down. They put yeah. the swords down. They put that uh, all of the soldiers on the on the courtyard. They they yeah. melt down and put down their swords. Yeah, yeah. It was, so, so all those details, marvelous to see. And also, yeah, if you could, just like the Eurovision uh, contest, you know, what, mm. what we had here in the Netherlands, uh, you know, what, what I mentioned, uh, Oren, to you. Yeah, uh, and also the description. Yeah, yeah on, on there the was live. Yeah. yeah, why, why it was... Uh, one of, the, yeah. things, one of the, th- the other things I thought as all this was going on and the funeral and all the stuff around the funeral was that, you know, you, you also have to remember at the bit behind all this is there's a, a family who are grieving who need their yeah. time off the off the public stage, you know, if you like, and I, you know, you'd hope they're, they're getting that now, you know, cause it, that's, it's still there. They, they have their own personal loss. I kept thinking to myself, how much rehearsal have they had? I mean, obviously the, the military stuff was brilliant. I mean, it showed yeah. Britain in the way that we like to be think thought of because, you know, the rest of it is chaos clearly, but then <laughs> <laughs> when, you know, when the armed forces get together, I mean, it was, it was, it was perfect. Not yeah. a foot was put wrong, mm. but even, you know, even the royals and all the people when they were walking. I mean, you know, the pace of walking is so slow. Yeah. I mean, you can hear it in the drumbeat. But yeah. I mean, this is a very unnatural gait, an unnatural way to walk. And yet they walked, well, from uh, from Westminster to, hang on, where did they go? From St. James's, where, where was the body laid in state? Um, so, Westminster Hall. Westminster, yeah. Westminster yeah. Hall. Yeah. And then to the chapel. To the Abbey. And, yeah. Yeah, and, sorry. Yeah, but then yeah. also they walked through Hyde From Park. From the Abbey to the park, yeah. Yeah, they walked to, to Hyde Park. And I mean, that's quite a long way. And they really never put a foot wrong. I mean, Prince Andrew looked a bit uncomfortable, but but I think he does anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but just the pace. I was yeah. doing it. I was doing it around the room and thinking, golly, did they rehearse this? And yeah. they were, it was, it was marvelous, remarkable to they see. They must have. I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I, I think that is their natural way of moving in, in, inside the castle, you know, that is how they, <laughs> <laughs> they cannot run. No, they, so, they, so they, if they want to go they, and get a, a bottle of milk from the fridge. They, yeah, they will take 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they have such, so many people to support. Or they just call someone, yeah. give me a bottle of milk. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I, um, and I, I, I'm, I timed it so badly. I, I was in France and afterwards I really regretted not coming back for the for the lying in state. I had done that for the Queen Mother mm. many years ago. Um, okay. So when I got back to England, which is on the day itself, I was thinking, what do I do now? Oh, I've missed everything. So I took a train to Windsor <laughs> and typically the train stopped. Uh, ladies and gentlemen uh, there is a problem on the line Uh, we're going to have to uh, change trains we do apologise for the inconvenience that this is causing so there were loads of people on the train who wanted to get to Windsor in time so we we arrived in Windsor but by that time they had closed the park I stood with millions of people outside the walls of Windsor Castle and kind of said my goodbyes through the walls really yeah 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 yeah, but I was glad I did that at least at least yeah but it is a sad situation that you had to travel on the day of, uh, yeah, that is. Uh, well, that was just, you know, that was just bad timing, really. Yeah. I suppose one of the reasons, um, Veronica, I was asking you, had you finished your work with the crown when the queen died? Because I was wondering, would that have impacted your description? Would that have made you think, you know, just, I, I, I just wonder how you would have felt because you were so involved, you know, and. Oh, as I say, I was, I was very terrible. I was upset for her because I thought she was, you know, she, she would go on forever, but. 
Um, the period that we're looking at at the moment in this series five is the 1990s. So pretty much 1992 to actually the beginning of 97. So it's those years. Um, so that's quite a long time ago. So that's kind of rather divorced from the, the reality of now. Um, but there are, so there are 10 episodes. And the, for example, the first one starts with Britannia and there is Claire Foy as the young queen oh, yeah. launching, yeah. launching the Royal Yacht. And the thing is I am of foreign extraction, but I do know quite a lot about the Royal stuff. So for me, it, I find this very good because I, I know a lot about it. Um, so I think that that, I hope that that informs what I do. Um, mm. But I mean, obviously Britannia was launched in 1953. Yes, 53. Mm. And, um, and then she was decommissioned. And so it ends, the episode ends with her being decommissioned because she was a bit rusty and needed lots of work and it would have cost an absolute fortune to yeah. refit her. Oh. So, the government of the day, by which time it was Tony Blair, sort of decided that, oh, well, we could have a new one and we can call it New Britain. And, Ooh, yeah, uh, and yeah. we, can, we can lease it to you, Your Majesty. Obviously, the Queen decided not. So it started with the, the birth of Britannia and the young Queen and a whole new beginning. And then the, the episode ends with Britannia... Um, on her last voyage, which was to Hong Kong, where I actually was in 1997 for the handover. Oh, wow. yeah. Okay. And I saw Britannia with all lights blazing, sailing out of the Hong Kong harbor. And it still makes me go shivery when I think yeah. about it. Um, with Camilla on board. Camilla. Oh, wow. yes. really? I, I, someone in the press office told me that. Oh. So we knew, people knew, but, but publicly nobody oh. knew. Anyway, oh seeing that seeing that um, beautiful um, boat ship <laughs> um, leaving the harbour in pouring rain and, and the end of an era really was a very significant thing. So that's episode just, and it also coincides with the Queen sort of having a bit of an unpopular time, and um, Prime Minister John Major marvelously played, absolutely marvelously mm. played by Johnny Lee Miller. Um, okay who very much was very helpful to her in many ways, particularly over the divorce. So you have, you have, um, you know, Diana and Charles saying we can't go on and yeah. um, the queen is definitely not in favor. And Charles is champing at the bit, you know, when am I going to be King? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like a little child. He's there. <laughs> well, you know, and, and then, and then the Britannia. So it's a, it's very moving um, <clears throat> without going into giving anything away because you're going to see it, but, <clears throat> there's a whole there's obviously the whole bit about Diana yeah. and the book the famous oh yeah the, Martin the Andrew, book yeah. Well, the Moore, yeah. and the yeah. interview the BBC the Martin Bashir and then of course and, Martin Bashir, Bashir now, that's, yeah. now this, that is very interesting we were just discussing before we went on air is that the real you know a, a lot of it is extremely real and it is completely true to what happened but then yeah. at other times it slightly moves away from that so I'm trying to I'm trying to navigate between the real and the yeah. slightly fanciful, I suppose. But one thing we do know in 2022 is that Martin Bashir was a little no good so and so. But we Ooh. didn't know that yeah. then. Yeah. We didn't. Yeah. I mean, I was talking to a friend of mine who worked for BBC religious programs, so he had to do with Martin Bashir later. He said, 
I never liked him. I said, well, yeah, that's with hindsight. But we didn't know that he was a rotter when he yeah. Diana. Okay. But in this, we do. Yeah. So basically, in the episode that you will that you will see here, um, you you know from the start that this is a man who's scheming. This yeah. is a man who will do anything to get that interview. Do you kind of get the sense in the in the the way it's shot in the Crown? Yeah, this guy might have been up to no good. Or well, the thing is, mm, I mean, you have to have his the build up to how they actually got the interview because you needed permissions you needed yeah. permissions from this from the dg from the, from the chairman of the governors you needed all of that mm. um so if you were presenting him as an innocent now i don't think that would make any sense because you know he was he was dismissed as a result of the things that he did yeah, um, yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah. so we do know that now but that, that is it is just really interesting i don't i mean i think that's for some people, that might be a revelation. I'm just trying to think how many real revelations there are in this that people <laughs> didn't, you know, didn't know about. Presumably there's an episode at least, or, or half an episode, on the uh, fire in, 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 uh, in Windsor. Yes. And that okay. comes under, that is the episode which is Annus Horribilis. Oh, right. Oh. Okay. Okay. So... All of that, um, that, I mean, that is, and that is done terribly well. I mean, I, you know, I remember the pic, I remember it, but I've been looking at pictures and that is incredibly convincing that the the, the fire and the queen, I mean, I'll be interested in knowing what you think about Imelda Staunton as the queen. Yes. I'm looking forward to seeing her. Um, I'm not, I'm I'm not entirely sure myself, even after having, Seen it, seen it, seen it. And yet I I think she's very, very good. And then I'm thinking, there's mm. something not that I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There's something missing or something. There's something yeah. like that. But yeah. there is there's some wonderful casting. I mean, the girl who plays Diana is just yeah. spooky. Oh, there's a new Diana, isn't there, of course? Because Emma Emma she's Corn, ex- yeah. she's extraordinary. This is um Elizabeth Debitsky, yeah. who is actually Australian. I didn't know she was Australian. Australian, okay. She has the mannerisms, the voice. The, the she's marvelous, absolutely marvelous. Okay. Um, and oh god, and there's a fabulous episode which I really enjoyed, um, yeah. which is all about the story of Muhammad El Fayed. Ah, oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. A, episode three begins in in Alexandria in Egypt. Oh. A young boy, a, a muscly young boy who sells yeah. soft drinks, and it's the same time as the Duke and Duchess of Windsor are visiting Cairo. Ooh. Now, you see, you know, did it, yes, they, but that all did happen. But, I, you know, to what degree everything happened that happens in the episode, I don't. Mm-hmm. No, no, but, of course. <laughs> you <don't> but <laughs> but Al-Fayed, you find out who he was, whom he marries, and his ambition. And then his ambition to to be central to everything. And, you know, we remember that, you know, they wouldn't mm. give him citizenship. He thought, so he bought Harrods. He bought the Ritz. I mean, he, he did everything he could to become part of the establishment. Yeah. 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 And that's yeah. what the episode kind of follows. And they've got a lovely guy playing and, and Dodie very, very nicely. And for the, for once we've, um, and they speak a lot of Arabic. So we, okay. we found um, an Arabic, an actor, an Arab actor, to yeah. do the, if you like, the dubbing, and oh, it, right. oh, but okay. with a with a, with it, with his proper accent, with a sort of um, um, Arabic accent. Okay. And it sounds really good. It sounds perfect. It's, it, I'm very pleased with that. Okay. Super. 
So that uh, that that sort of uh, kind of charts his progress or how he tries to ingratiate himself into the establishment. Yeah. Um, and. But I've never known okay. this, uh, to be honest, you know, this inside information, uh, yeah, that he was really planning this in a way, you know, to become uh, a part of the of the of the big guys in a way, you know. Well, I mean, it, the, the thing is that, that obviously there's going to be some, you know, imagination at work yeah. here because yeah, yeah, yeah. they didn't interview uh, Fayed. But what we do know was that he desperately wanted British a British passport. And okay. time, time and again, the Home Office would not give it to him because I think they felt that he was unscrupulous in his business yeah. dealings. So he was not fit and proper to be British. No. Um, so that that is true. There's no way, no, no doubt about that yeah. being true. Okay. So then some of the other staff, maybe an embellishment, but it's, yeah. very, it's very powerful as drama. It works. Yeah, very- yeah, of course. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but but also the crown is also drama, of course. Yeah, the, the, yeah. We we yeah. should not forget that. Yeah, we, 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 it, it is almost that you look into a uh, reality show at this time, you know, and that it is. Uh, but yeah, it is. Um, yeah, it is a a play in a way. It is. It is. And and uh, though there are things that are true, you know, obviously, like any historic drama. You yeah. know, conversations have been written. They're not they're, they are not verbatim, although some are. So for example, one episode which is again incredibly moving. Yeah. Episode six, it's called Ipatiev House. And uh it's well, it traces really what happened to the Tsar and Tsarina in Russia. Um oh. they were ex- they were assi- assassinated yeah. in Russia. Okay. And the Tsar was the first cousin of the king. And this is historical. They asked, they asked if they could come and have asylum in England. And for whatever political reasons, George V, who was not the brightest button, um, said no. And the Tsarist family, the Romanovs, were, were murdered. So there is that as, as a sort of background to that story, which coincides then with the Queen's first visit to Russia after the fall of the Soviet Union, where she meets okay. Yeltsin. Yeltsin. Um, oh, oh, she met Yeltsin. And not, yes. uh, uh, um, what is it? Uh, Gorbachev. Uh, Gorbachev, yeah, Gorbachev. Um, she, prob- she probably did meet Gorbachev in a different way, but I think yeah. by then he was gone. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he was yeah. making commercials for Louis Vuitton in the back of a taxi. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was doing. It's a juicy one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so she goes to Russia and and she she meets Yeltsin and I was trying to so I was looking to see what she was wearing and then I looked up you know I looked up the visit on online because these things are there. So yes, she wore a red suit when she went to the tomb of the unknown soldier. She mm-hmm. wore a yellow and black outfit, um, and then. Then there was um, at a at a gala dinner. She wore a, a diadem, a crown, a diamond, and well, in reality, it was aquamarine. Um, and they had to think very carefully. I read to have a um, a crown that was not in, imperial, or there was no controversy about the crown she was wearing. You know, because they have to be careful. Did we steal this from the Russians? They she can't wear that. Or you know, where did this crown come from? Um, yeah, great. Give it back. Yeah, <laughs> give it back. <laughs> so the reality, the real crown was diamonds and aquamarine, which is very pale blue, very pale blue. But in the crown, 
the crown she's wearing has got big blue stones. Oh. And, and I was saying to myself, why did why why is she wearing big blue stones when in all the other bits you seem to have um, yeah. tried to replicate what actually happened, and yeah. then suddenly she's wearing a crown with big blue stones, which are definitely not sapphires. Yeah. So that took me oh at least half an hour of biting my nails, thinking, now what am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah <laughs> what yeah. to do? And did you did you at that stage did you notice just go stop production? There is one continuity error as far as I'm concerned in it, oh. um, which is there. And it's very slight because I'm watching it you know, with my my eyes sort of stuck to the screen, looking at every detail. Yeah. Um, there is one, but I'll only tell you that after, next time we speak. Okay. Once okay. okay. The series has come out. That's we've a cliffhanger. We've, we've, we've to work that one out for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, we're very, we're very excited. Yeah, excited. Looking forward to next week. Uh, 9th of November yeah definitely yeah yeah, yeah for sure and and no. thank you very much for 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 such a nice uh, yeah insight you know because yeah I'm already uh, melting away with, with with all the in details and and the story behind and uh, yeah mm. how it comes is really mm. good yeah it's dramatically it's very well done it's super yeah. well done yeah it's yeah. a wonderful yeah. wonderful program uh, it's, it's, brilliant, it's yeah. uh, it really for us it, it I don't know if I'd be well I probably would be watching it but I'm not sure I'd be watching it with uh, so much enthusiasm if you weren't I, or I said the very nah, same to you true. last yeah, week yeah, I don't yeah, if someone else indeed. happened to be describing it I don't think I'd enjoy it anything as much I'd watch it but <laughs> I wouldn't enjoy it well yeah. I hope it's I hope it's okay I hope <laughs> I'm sure it's great yeah, I'm brilliant. sure and what and, um just before we do let you go because you were telling me because uh, I get all the inside info because I you've got the direct line <laughs> yeah. Veronica's also working on a film Lady V a Ooh. film oh Okay. Do you want, do you want to talk about that? On, on a film? I... Aren't you working on a film with... Um, oh. oh, yes, um, this is very... Leonardo DiCaprio or something? Is she Lady Helen Mirren? Uh, she... Yes. Well, no, she's she dame. dame. She's, dame. She is a dame. I'm just... I'm just <laughs> yeah. but, so she's playing Golda Meir. And, oh, um, okay. yeah, the former president yeah. um, um, Prime Minister, Prime Minister, sorry, Prime Minister of um, Egypt. Uh, mm-hmm. See, I'm getting my my head. Israel. She was yeah. Prime Minister of Israel. She was it, it, uh, the first woman and its fourth Prime Minister. And this film deals with a very sh- short period of, of Israeli history, which was the Yom Kippur War. But of course, it was um, crucial. It was a crucial battle, a terrible battle, with lots of loss of life. But it led to the Camp David's Accords, exactly. which was, you know, brokered by um, yeah, uh, um, uh, President um, Thingy. Uh, yeah, Sabat, Sadat, 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 Sadat Rab, um, and Rabin, Rabin, Rabin. Carter. Yeah. yeah. That, so that was the agreement that came out of it afterwards. Yeah. But Helen Mirren is transformed. And in the film, they even have a little bit of the real Golda Meir. And they're almost indistinguishable. I mean, it is extraordinary. But I was agonizing over how to describe her because the makeup people have been extraordinary. And, uh, you know, when I, we always say, you know, when you describe someone's looks, you know, mm-hmm. you shouldn't um, stress the fact that they're not particularly good looking or, or you know, you don't want to be too critical. You want to be true. But to be honest, I, I would love to know that. <laughs> well, well, exactly. So... Golda Meir. I she has a face like a bag full of chisels. 
Oh. Exactly. Well, <laughs> some people wouldn't know what a chisel looked like. There was a, like there a was dark tuna wasp. There oh, was a yeah. quote. There was a quote in a new book by Paul Newman, who was arguably one of the most beautiful film stars that ever you know, graced the screen. Yeah. Um. It's it's based on his writings and stuff. And someone said to him, "Well, you know," he, and he said, "You know, my looks, my looks are what opened the doors for me." He said, "And quote unquote, if I looked like Golda Meir, I wouldn't have got very far." <laughs> so he actually said that. So that made me laugh. I thought because, and then I, I, I did. I canvassed opinion, and I said, "Look, okay, she has got dull eyes, dull, but with a penetrating gaze, heavy dark eyebrows." a sallow, lined, sunken face. Um, basically, she's got terrible skin because she smokes about three packs of cigarettes a day. Oh, she okay. has a large, bulbous nose <clears throat> and thin lips. And that's what she did. I mean, the first thing you see about her is her nose. It is. It looks like a big potato on her face. Um, <laughs> but you can't say that because that's humorous. You can't do that. So, Big bulbous, so you know people. A sweet potato. <laughs> but you have to. But then I thought, yes, that's how she looks. That's how the makeup people have made her look. That's how she was. So what's the point of pretending that? Because if you don't, I think it's important to know that this seventy-five-year-old woman, who was pretty ugly, and poor woman, she had very swollen ankles. She wore orthopedic shoes. And she chain smoked. I mean, you've never seen any. And Helen Mirren doesn't smoke. So these are all fake cigarettes. But she's chain smoking the whole time. Um, So all that is part of her, though. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely part of her. But at the same time, she likes to give her boys a piece of cake. You know, when they come around to discussing (laughs) strategy, military strategy, she serves cake. You know, she's so she's a sort of a mother figure. um, But she is a very... um, classically unattractive looking woman you know that's so anyway yeah, that's so these are these are these are decisions you know you have to you have to make you don't want to be you don't want to be mean but you also have to be truthful mm. exactly yeah. yeah now we know at least what she looked like that's <laughs> yeah we're looking look forward to seeing that definitely <laughs> yeah 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 Actually, Great. just going just going by one probably one of the last questions when you're talking about um people the character or the actors who are playing the characters in the crown just mm. want to know what your view was on Gillian Anderson playing Margaret Thatcher. Well, it, it was seemed to be an, an extraordinary piece of um, casting, but I think she, I think she did a very good job. I do personally. as well. I thought she. I, um, I think she overegged it. You think she overegged it? My, yeah. my now, funny. My mum said that she thought it was a bit overdone. I was reading something that she apparently watched hours and hours of Thatcher's speeches yeah. and just spent. I suppose spent for a huge amount of time trying to get right into character and get the voice and the whole intonation. I thought she was very good. I think the, yeah, the thing is that when you are so very different from that person, that I think that's what you have to do. Um, you have to study their mannerisms. I mean, this girl, Elizabeth Dubitsky, who plays Dinah, I mean, she, she is Dinah, isn't she? I mean, it's, she's so authentic that you kind of go, my goodness, that's extraordinary. Um, Gillian Anderson, she, she it worked with her manner, with her facial expressions and so on. I, I think she she did a very good job, given that she, she was acting. Yeah. Um, I mean, with the Queen, I was discussing this with a posh friend of mine and saying, you know, only some people can do posh, really. You know, there's a there's a sort of way of talking, which is sort of, you know, there's. You, you talk with your mouth slightly shut. You know, right <laughs> it's all in your throat. It's, it's in your throat, right at the back of your throat. Completely like that. And that's different from 
how some actors some actors can't do posh and some some do it brilliantly and those who are born posh obviously they just do it you know yeah, yeah, they, yeah. it's natural. just natural to them it's yeah, just yeah, natural yeah. to them you know, like i mean there are brilliant british actors who do american accents and good american accents but you know if that's you know, if you're really american then you, you, you're I mean, never you know, going to slip no you know? that's true yeah. yeah but um i think well, I'd be interested. I want to know from you what you're going to think of that. I think that Jonathan Price plays Philip very well. Um, I, I always love the small, the smaller parts, the you know, the private secretaries, yeah, um, yeah. because they're the sort of the unsung heroes, but they're the the framework. You know, they come, Mom, you have a meeting with so and so and so, and so. you know, and all of that, and they're they're yeah. sort of they're not the star they are just in the background yeah they're yeah, yeah. essential they to, yeah yeah, yeah they're crucial yeah to keeping yeah. it flowing finally yeah. tell, tell us before we go because again this is what we were talking about before uh the, the guys um where well, they weren't talking to you on friday or, or i was talking to you on friday yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, european blind union yeah oh you yes. are currently rewriting the book on audio description isn't that correct and you've <laughs> You've kind of you're a third of the way there, perhaps. Well, um, <laughs> when we started, this was last year. The idea behind it, and I don't know now how many of you have had dealings with the EBU Culture Network, run by my friend Birgitta, who is no. a very, very fluent. She's Dutch. She Dutch. She's Dutch. Okay, really. She's oh, lovely, yeah. She's Dutch, oh. but she speaks um, everything. She lives yeah. in she lives in Madrid. Her husband is Spanish. And okay. is an, a painter and is blind. And he's just, oh, wow. just putting on an exhibition of wonderful, wonderful oils. Just fabulous. I don't know how he does it. Okay. Anyway, she approached me because she want, has been trying to get a new set of, well, they started calling it standards, but then the EBU said we don't like the word standards because it's like standardization. and blah, blah. So I think it's going to be a handbook. And so I just started putting down my thoughts because she wanted me to <clears throat> explain about AD, explain why you do what you do and what is needed rather than guidelines. Because if you were to go online, you will find guidelines for AD everywhere. Mm. Lots of them, you know, don't talk, sound, don't talk over sound effects, don't do this, don't do that. But um, it doesn't really explain how you construct sentences because I think, and she certainly thinks, that a successful AD is one that is coherent, makes sense, that it's grammatically put together correctly. And I think that a lot of people don't know their grammar very well. You know, mm. they don't know what a subject is and don't know what um, uh, the object is and what is, yeah, a, yeah, 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 what yeah. is a continuous verb and what is a descriptive verb. Oh, my God. Yeah, my son that. is uh, secondary school now. So, oh, my God, it's ter yeah. still terrible. <laughs> so it is, it's, it's more of a... It's really more of a, a grammar lesson. Yeah. Um, so I wrote, I wrote and wrote and wrote, and then eventually the EPU said to me, "But it, we only want it to be thirty thousand words." Oh yeah. And I said, "But, but, 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 but." Yeah. <laughs> can't be. We've written, we've written sixty thousand words or whatever. Um, so we, we've decided to it'll be published in two two parts. The first part will be this: it's the who, what where, when, on screen, and why. I mean, why do we write description? What makes a good description? This is, that would be the first part of it. Um, and then parts two and three will be compressed into a second part. Part two, I have managed to um, 
take actual broadcast descriptions from screen um, when I was working with a whole bunch of describers for a big project for Amazon. I was able to see their work because you don't normally get a chance to see that much work when you're yourself working. Mm -hmm. You don't necessarily know the standard of everybody out there. And I was just I was just appalled by the, the, the terrible writing, really. So I was, I've taken about, I don't know how many samples, 100, 100 samples of description, some good as well, obviously, because it would be very depressing if all you, <laughs> if you were only looking at what was terrible, but trying to explain why something it doesn't work and yeah, why yeah. something does, why you listen to a description, which I, I hope you do when you listen to me and you just, you just see it in front of you and, you know, you picture it and, yeah. and you go on and nothing, nothing annoys you. I mean, that's no. the thing. You don't wish to be annoyed by anything. The moment you are annoyed, your concentration is interrupted. So no. that's the problem with an awful lot of description out there is that because people don't really understand grammar, they'll, they'll use a word in the wrong way or something like that. And that immediately stops. You know, it's, it, it halts your concentration. Um, a bit yeah. like a, a pause so pregnant it would be yeah. having sex toplets. <laughs> mm. Oh, that was your Sky one, wasn't it? That was from something on Sky. Succession, yeah. Succession. Say it again. Say it okay. again. What was that? It was an episode of Succession, and the father and the son are having, they're, they're basically trying to shaft each other. Mm. Uh, and they're, they've gone out to this island somewhere off the coast of uh, the east coast of America uh, to this guy who's an investor and they're basically looking for money and but they're not really talking to each other um, but they are pretending that they are talking to each other but they have flown in on separate planes they've taken separate cars up to this guy's house they've taken separate buggies down to the beach etc 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 and this guy uh, the, the, the investor his phone rings and he um, well sorry first of all they they the the, uh, the guy who plays and I, uh, Brian Cox, uh, the actor Brian Cox, is, is arrives first and he's talking away to this investor and then the son comes in and the investor says, uh, "Oh, you're not going to greet each other," and the audio description is described as uh, they give each other what can only be described as the world's worst hug. So that set me off. Yes. Later on. They're down at this beach and the investor gets a phone call, says I have to leave for a minute, goes off and the two guys are sitting there, the father and son are sitting there saying nothing to each other. And the audio description is uh, something, something, I can't remember exactly, but something, something, something uh, in a silence so pregnant it would be having sex tuplets. Yeah. I, I guess that's, yes, that's, I don't know who edits those things. I mean, because it's not appropriate. It's I mean, not it, appropriate. it mm. could be appropriate for morning television cooking program. <laughs> I mean, you know, you maybe would, but you can do funny kind of silly, like that kind of, but not for, not for a high, high octane drama like that. It's just inappropriate. And that's one of the other things is that people use inappropriate vocabulary. The famous one years ago, which I put into, I guess my first document was that when when they did the um, Jesus of um, Nazareth, the um, and it was in the in, in the language Aramaic or yes Aramaic, um, Aramaic Aramaic Aramaic. So they're speaking Aramaic. So obviously everything has to be um, subtitled and translated. And 
um, what was it? The bearded Pharisee backhands Jesus. <laughs> backhands, i.e. slaps him on the face with his hand. Backhands him. You know, it was like, what? <laughs> so th- that's what I mean. It's like people, I think it's because they don't, they don't know what the context of the what the, what they're looking at. Because no. if they did, then they would go, okay, I need to use more formal language here. I need to use historically appropriate words. I need to use, yeah, I need to use common day slang if it's if that's what it is. This is the very fir- this is the very first description you're going to hear. <clears throat> A black and white movie tone newsreel, Her Majesty in Scotland. A Netflix original series. Sheltering beneath umbrellas, a large enthusiastic crowd welcome the young queen as she steps out of a Rolls Royce at the head of a convoy of official cars and is greeted by two senior naval officers. Can you see her? I just, you know, I want to watch it right now. Yeah. We have to. Please continue. Yeah. Keep going. We, we, we <laughs> yeah. all day. No, it's just you, the very beginning. Describe it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you can picture that. Yeah, you can. But but also, I just think, for, and this was for the crown. It's like the the tone, the voice. Obviously, Veronica, your voice is ideal for describing this, exactly, the crown. Exactly. You, know? you know, it might not be. It wouldn't be the appropriate voice for a um, film of, about black teenagers stabbing each other necessarily. You know, so no. you would try to get a voice which which was more suitable for that. I'm 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 good at. Um, I'm, I'm good at, I am quite good at doing sort of working class people, but you wouldn't, you know, you, I, I don't make it obvious. I don't tell people that I do that. But now I was trying to, you know, I was trying to work out how to describe her hair. I think I said, uh, unchangingly styled. Okay. On her unchangingly styled, now graying hair. Um, because she has the hair, the queen had this hair, which was like, it was like a kind of helmet almost. Helmet. <laughs> it was just always exactly the same. Okay. Um, and I remember in the early episodes of The Crown, Phillips turns to his wife when she suddenly adopts a very kind of middle-aged haircut. And he says, are you trying to, uh, do you still want to have another baby or something? You know, with that hair, do you? <laughs> oh, yeah, it yeah. won't happen. <laughs> or some, some rude comment like that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, So yeah. she did go a bit frumpy. She did go a bit. Fr- do you know the word frumpy? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. no, no, I don't. I don't. I and don't. frumpy, I mean, you could say that Queen Juliana was a bit frumpy. Okay. I mean, I think it's. It's yeah. a bit sort of mm, a bit sedate, a bit middle aged. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got a, I got an idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think your previous queen. Uh, yeah, Lana. Beatrix. Beatrix was the same because when you were uh, um, describing her hairdo, Beatrix, our former queen, yes, uh, was the also the, yeah. same, the, yeah, same, always yeah. the same. Always the same. Always the same. Always. Always the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually, yeah. yes. No, in fact, I got it wrong. Queen Juliana was. Well, she was quite fun. I mean, she was. Yeah, she was funny. About. She was crazy. She was crazy. She, she but, was but, always dashing about was, yeah, yeah, on her yeah, bicycle. Yeah. Exactly. Beatrix <laughs> was terribly formal. And, oh, total yeah. formal. And yeah. now we have uh, Alexander with uh, Maxima, of course. You know that is. And uh, do you like total... them? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we all lo- love Maxima. You know, and he's a little bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, he is there. You know, he has uh, chosen the right woman, but uh, but uh, he is a little bit stupid. You know. 
Well, as long as he chose well. As, as he exactly, chose. exactly. Yes. So yes. Uh, we accept his choice, you know. <laughs> that is uh, with, uh, yeah. But they are now working. They, they, they have to fight well, really good because uh, they are really under uh, under pressure. Uh, the, the the general public, it's. I think their popularity is almost under the fifty percent yeah. these days. So it's getting also for them tense. And it, uh, yeah, they did it by themselves. You know, they they did uh, stupid things going. Uh, during Corona time, on holidays to yeah. to, to Greece, yeah. etc. You know, mm-hmm. stupid things. But uh, no, yeah, they try. Yeah, and and in the in the past, people would forgive such, yeah. such things. But now, now it's nowadays, not... nobody, no one no. is forgiven. No. No. No, 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 no. Well, Veronica, thank you very much for joining us. We yeah, are, it's, yeah. It, it really it's is Thanks, Veronica. We're it's looking... lovely to talk to you, and we need to discuss about doing live live yeah. description of events and see if we can't. For sure. um, Rattle some cages. That's what we need. Rattle oh, yeah. Some- Oren's good at rattling cages. We do our best. We 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 look forward to that in 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 due course. Okay. Thank you so much. All thank you, Veronica. Okay, thank you, Veronica. Thank you very much. All right. Yeah. Bye bye. You can email blindguyschat at gmail.com or tweet us at blindguyschat if you've any comments or questions. Questions and stories and feedback are plenty From all our listeners we have about 20 Sending a mail as they're sipping a brew Thank you dear listener cause we do love you Otis in Baltimore, Derry in Dublin Gordon in Scotland and Shea Martin's troubling Thank you though everyone we love you so now let's have more email. Go, Clover, go! Hey, Clover, how are you? Hey! I'm great. I'm great. Thanks a million. Um, I'm sitting here watching Larry have a snooze on the couch. He's, uh, oh, he's, bless him. God bless he's him. a bit under the weather. Yeah, did you, were you telling the lads? I haven't been telling the lads because we were having such a good conversation with Veronica. Oh, yeah. Uh, but Larry's been sick for the last, uh, well, a week, over a week. Poor little yeah. fella. He's had some a lot of tummy trouble. and uh, Okay. He's uh, been to the vet a couple of times, but he looks like he's on the mend, which is great. He's, he's kind of coming back to his old self. Yeah, he's got his um, supermodel figure back again. So. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, quickly, I just yeah. wanted to, because I know we're uh, we're running out of time because yes. we, we had a very long interview with Veronica Hicks, which was lovely. But Trotter was uh, just had an update, read the unpost tick, the unpost oh, stamp and the cost. Okay. Ah, yeah, no. I got an email from somebody called Fiona. Um, we love getting emails from new listeners, so keep them, keep them coming, lads and lassies. Yeah, she says on post digital stamps are two euro in the app, but a regular stamp in the post office is one twenty five. Oh, oh, okay. That's just yeah. to make. I mean, what's about minding the environment and all that? And I know and they don't to have to do anything. They don't exactly. have to print anything. It's mm. no nothing. So it's it's so there's no cost to them apart from developing the app, I suppose. But like a whole 75 cent more expensive that seems uh, that's a bit harsh. Yeah, that's that's uh, yeah okay, so gotta... thanks for telling us about that give us a quick email go on yeah so there's two emails and strangely there's a kind of a synergy between them but anyway oh. you'll find out that okay so hey jan stewart uh and oren i want to try navilens any experience question mark uh from burn no experience i have never used it as if you guys no. have no no uh, no I have not. I know people talk a lot about it. I have heard some people say that the technology they're using is slightly older technology in the in the realm of this type of thing. Um, 
and, and I, I, I don't really know what I'm talking about. It's just someone said. Well, it. What is snap I lens? Don't. Is it like the is it like the, the Google Glass? Is it like a, a glass yeah? You wear so it's a bit face? like you 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 it uses your phone's camera to do yeah. to pick up. Uh, I suppose they're like big QR codes, Claudia. Yeah, oh, okay. and it will. So, for example, Kellogg's cereals have Navi lens built into them. Oh, cool. But my somebody who knows a bit about this taste. <laughs> someone who knows a bit about this was telling me that there's a a, a mapping system called Good Map, Good Maps. Sorry, and yeah. they're using accelerometers on the phone to give the same to pull the same data. And if so, you don't have to take the phone out of your pocket. The phone just buzzes when you're near something. And uh, I, I don't know. It'd be very interesting to understand more about NaviLens. I've not used it. so uh, yeah. My only understanding about NaviLens was, and, and it kind of relates to, I think, maybe the, to the fact that I was looking to look for a QR code reader or a creator and reader, mm-hmm. is I think, I think that if you subscribe or download the app and then maybe you have to subscribe, maybe and you, you get sent out some existing QR codes, codes, uh, yeah. codes and you can stick them on so you could say uh, this is where I think it could be interesting let's say you know, you have a particular route every day and at one point you need to cross the road uh, to get to get over to the other side my understanding is that if you put the the QR code that you get from NaviLens you can then just record or I don't know if record a GPS location or record it audibly and I think up to about twenty or thirty feet before that that uh, that light that come, come, it can say you know you're twenty 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 feet but away or twenty meters. That's the great. I've seen yeah, uh, now. Yeah. I've seen it. I think in in Madrid in Spain. Yes, it's I will, I will, it, it I, I will come. Spain. I will come. Um, I will come back to it the next time. Oh, Jan's taking Brilliant, Jan. That's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I will come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, because because it is. I mean, I don't fully understand how. Like, would you have to hold your phone up the whole time if it's using the camera? I don't really understand it. But we got an email. Thank you. Um, do. Pardon. I think you do. Think yeah. I think okay. you might have to, yeah. Seems yeah. a bit awkward, personally. But yeah. anyway, that's... Um, so that's, sorry, an email from Fiona, email from Byrne. But where Byrne started, um, the lovely Blind Gordon um, is oh. is taking up. Yeah, he goes, hello, oh. Blind Gordon, once again. Okay! <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Oren was uh, asking about QR codes. There's an app called NaviLens, which I believe can do this. I haven't used it myself, but I've heard of others who use it. And it does seem to be a handy app. Apparently, some grocery products are now including NaviLens yeah. codes, which is what you're talking about, the Kelly, Kellogg's mm-hmm. and whatever else. Uh, other products do exist. Yeah. Um, I will come back to it. I will, yeah, 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 that'd yeah, be yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I believe, he goes on to say, I believe some businesses are putting them around their premises to help people navigate. So that's cool that if it works indoors, that's really, because obviously yeah. it would it'd be if it's QR codes. Yeah. Um, but if it comes, if it becomes more widespread, he says, I'd say this will be really helpful to blind people. And as mentioned, I think you can create your own QR codes for use around the home. So it might be worth investigating. Well, Jan, thanks yep. a mil for taking that on. That's great. Yep, I will do it. Um, so look forward to hearing more about that. And then um, Gordon goes on to say, as for my Excel spreadsheet with shortcuts listed that he talked about the last time. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We were slagging him, the poor fella. We're very mean to our listeners. We really have to stop doing that. Um, well, they love the short- us. <laughs> they do. They do. And we love them, of course. The shortcuts are ones I find helpful for my, for my personal use. Other people are likely... Uh, to want a list of shortcuts personal to them. However, I've attached a copy so you can see the idea. Cheers, Gordon. Thanks, oh, Gordon. Thank you, Gordon. So he has, basically, he's got an Excel file and it's got different tabs, JAWS, Word, Excel, browsers, MacBook, Windows, and Narrator. Great. And he's got, within each tab, he's got like whatever ones he uses most frequently. So I think it's really good. 
Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, Blind Guys Chat have just released uh, some shortcut keys for Jaws and oh, Mac. And no, 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 no. At the no, cost no. of three euro fifty. No, per uh, don't be so contact mean. Contact blindguyschat at gmail dot com. And you get a Blind Guys Chat T shirt as well if you do. Email us though, yeah, please, because I, I love one. Good. Yes. Here, one other thing before we finish up, because I know you're stuck for time is the Retina Conference. So this this is going to publish on the 2nd of November, this show. And the Retina maybe Conference... The maybe the 3rd. Oh, right, okay, because that's Thursday. The Retina Conference runs from the 3rd until the 5th of November. So if you go, if you just Google Retina Conference uh, 2022 um, and you'll be able to register, it's really good. The Thursday is... Um, it's a scientific one about early career researchers talking about the Stars Guards um, research that they're doing at their PhD. Yeah. They're they're going to present their research on the November fourth, the Friday is the the regular scientific day, and then on the fifth is the public engagement day, which is probably the one that most people will be interested in. There will be people there talking, like researchers there talking about their stuff, but the, but it's very much around. And somebody is speaking on it that we know very. I well. think several people are oh, speaking. Oh, but there's one person oh, who's moving. very 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 close to the podcast. Oh, is speaking. Stuart? No. No. Gloria. Um, I'm I'm gonna yes. be saying a few words, yeah. Oh, um, oh, oh, okay. It's no it's no big deal, but it's good and I'm looking forward to it. And we're big supporters of all the, the sight loss organizations. Um and Fighting Blindness do great work. So I just thought we'd give them a little bit of support. Oh well done, Claudia. Congratulations. Yeah. We're yeah. Then we next time we'll do an interview with you then. And I believe <laughs> yeah. the uh, I believe the Visionaries Choir are gonna perform on the day as well. Yeah, so. they do oh, they it's a kind of traditional outing for them every year now. So and best of, of luck course, to Fighting Blindness. Yeah, yeah, yeah no yeah. fair dues. So do uh, log on and and book it's a you can it's uh, you can actually go in person or you can go by Zoom. So I think um I think we're going okay sorry ladies and gentlemen we've got to go we've run out of time it's been a longer show than usual but thank you to Veronica Hicks thank you to you yep. for listening hey. don't forget blindguyschat at gmail.com please do send us in an email with any comments or queries and we will see you again in two weeks time Yay. bye 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 guys BusyBusyProductions.com